can do what it says I can do. I can be who it says I can be. And I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare that my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My ears are open. And I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for your word today. We believe it's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. We believe it's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. We believe, Father, that your word, heaven and earth will pass, but your word will never pass away. So, Father, we're depending on you today for your word to not return void. We need your word to heal us. We need your word to cleanse us. We need your word to change us. We need your word to motivate us. We need your word to inspire us. And most of all, we need your word to help us live this victorious life in Christ Jesus. So I step back. And Holy Spirit, you are fully in charge. And I thank you for using everything that is said and done to bring glory to God and inspiration to your people. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Let everybody say amen, amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We're in week number two of our Survivor Series. And just in case you are visiting us in this service, this service has been designed for unmarried people or I call them single people. And so today I want to talk about a very powerful area which not only affects singles, but what I'm going to talk about today affects married people as well. And so if you, uh, if you touch your neighbor and say, he's going to be talking to you today. If you will fix this area of your life right now, you will not only have a better single life from this point on, but you will improve your chances of having a successful marital relationship. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to grab them and find 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and then Genesis chapter 34. That was 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and then Genesis chapter 34. And if you're taking notes today, our topic is breaking negative soul ties. Breaking negative soul ties. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, it really outlines how we have been made. As a matter of fact, when God made all of us, he made us into three parts. We are soul, or we, we are spirit, we have a soul, we live in a body. In Genesis 2, 7, it says, And the Lord God formed the man out of the dust of the ground, and then he breathed into that man, into his nostrils, the breath of life, and then man became a living soul. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23 says this, And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. Can you bring me down? I have a ring on me. I don't know what it is, but I have a ring on me. Uh, it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray, God, that your whole spirit, notice it says whole spirit, your whole spirit, your whole soul, and your whole body be what? Come on, class. Be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Now, I want to define the word soul because we're talking about breaking negative soul ties, and I'll explain what that is. But a person's soul consists of their mind, their will, their thoughts, and how they feel. Say this with me. Say your mind, your will, your thoughts, and how you feel. Now, some people define it, which is, is still the same. Uh, they define the, the, uh, the soul as your mind, your will, your emotions, and your intellect. But it's all the same. Now, what I noticed about this particular verse is that, is that God wants us to make sure that our whole spirit, our whole soul, and our whole body be preserved. When you look up the word preserve, it means to guard. Say guard. It means to guard, watch this, from loss or injury. He's saying he wants us to learn how to preserve our soul from loss and from injury. And it also means to keep in an unblemished condition. And what has happened is most single people have, didn't learn how to preserve their soul. And because they didn't, they have now have soul damage. And many times as singles, your soul becomes injured. Watch this. Because you didn't know how to properly preserve it. And the danger of having an injured soul as a single person is that if you desire to be married one day and you have not healed, watch this, you will guard your soul from the person you're really supposed to open your soul up to. So there are four main ways to develop a soul tie. Four main ways. And I want to encourage you, if you can't take notes and listen at the same time, get the CD or go online and listen to it uh, uh, after the service or sometime this week. There are four main ways to develop a soul tie. Here's the first and major way is through sex. Everybody say sex. How many know what sex is? Let me see your hand. Okay. You should know what that is by now. This is one of the most dangerous ways to develop a soul tie. And here's why. Because it not only involves your soul, but it also includes your body. So that means two parts of you gets intertwined with someone. Go to Genesis 34. Genesis 34. Let me just show you a situation where sex calls someone to have a soul tie. Everybody say soul tie. And when I say soul tie, I mean your soul got tangled up with theirs. It got mingled up with someone else. Genesis 34, I'm going to start in verse 1. And Dinah, the daughter of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob, she went out to see, uh, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when Shechem, the son of Hamar, the Hivite, prince of the country, when he saw her, when he saw Dinah, he took her, he laid with her, and he defiled her. And his soul did what? It clave, it cleaved unto Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the damsel. He didn't even know this woman and he loved her. Watch this. And he spoke kindly unto the damsel, and Shechem spake unto his father Hamar, saying, I need you to get me that woman so I can marry her. He ended up with a soul tie because he, he slept with that woman. And there are many of you in this room that you didn't wait before you got married to have sex, and whether you knew it or not, when you had sex with that person, you created a soul tie. 
Now, I'm going to show you how to break that this morning, but I just want you to know that sex does that. Everybody say sex does that. Here's a second way that we develop soul ties, and that is through spending time together with someone. Now, this doesn't have to be a man if you are a lady, and it doesn't have to be a lady if you are a man. It can be just you and your girlfriends, you and one of your homeboys. Spending time together can cause you to have a negative soul tie. In 1 Samuel chapter 18, I'm going to read verse 1. This is what it says. And it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking to Saul, this was David, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. In other words, they became BFFs, best friend forever. How many have a best friend? Let me see your hand. If you have a best friend, the chances of you having a soul tie with that person is very, very high. And it, listen, that may not be bad, but a lot of times the soul ties that we pick up are negative. 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says this, Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. Now the amplified version of that verse says this, Do not be so deceived and misled. Evil companionships, communion and associations corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character. Do not be fooled. Bad friends will ruin good habits. So if you're hanging around some people, and they're not Christian or they're not at your spiritual Christian level. Because we have lots of people who are Christians, but everybody's not on the same level. How many know God has some bad kids too? God has kids who smoke weed. God has kids who cuss. Look at your name and say, are you one of the kids that cuss? Somebody said, I knew he was going to stop there. I knew he was going to stop there. Go to Judges chapter 16, and you can look at it on the screen if you'd like. Judges chapter 16. You can get a negative soul tie just by spending time with people on a regular basis. You can get a soul tie. Judges 16 verses 15. This is what happened to a man named Samson. He spent too much time with the wrong type of woman. Watch what it says. And she said to him, how can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times and you have not told me where your strength lies. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her what? With her words and urged him so that his soul, watch this now, was vexed unto death. Notice him spending time with her and the words that she spoke to him, it troubled his soul. Watch and see what happens. Verse 17. That he told her all of his heart and said unto her, There has not a, come a razor upon my head, for I am a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. And if I'm shaven, my strength will go from me and I will become weak like any regular man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all of his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines. She says, come up this once, for he has shown me all of his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought her some money in her hand and she made him sleep on her knees 
And she called for a man and she caused him to shave off the seven locks off his head. And she began to afflict him and his strength went from him. You want your spiritual strength sapped out of you? You spend regular time with people you shouldn't. Amen. So the first way that soul ties can come is through what class? Through sex. The second way soul ties can come is through spending time together with people. Here's number three. Soul ties can come by sharing conversations and making vows. Sharing conversations and making vows. If you notice, Delilah ended up giving uh, Samson a soul tie because she talked to him on a regular basis. Sharing conversations. The reason this one's in here, because many people say, oh, we're just friends. Watch this now. Sharing conversation and making vows or things like this. This is when you said to him or her that you loved them. When you said, oh, I can't live without you. When you said to them, I believe you're the one. Well, if they were, they'd be with you today. If you ever said that to somebody, guess what? You have a negative soul tie because it's been developed by some vows and conversations you've made. Proverbs 16, 1 says this. My son, if you be surety for a friend, if you've stricken your hand with a stranger, here's the verse I want you to see. You are snared with the words of your mouth. You are taken with the words of your mouth. Numbers 30, verse 2 says this. If a man vow a vow unto the Lord or swear an oath to bind his soul with the bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that came out of his mouth. A lot of times, the words that you use and you talk to people with, those words are the very thing that snare your soul. Everybody say conversation. And that's why guys are smart. Guys know how to wait women out. Well, I, I'm, I'm celibate. I've been celibate for 10 years. And he said, oh, that's fine. I, I'm not, I don't want anything. Here's number four. Simply looking, watch this now, or constantly thinking. You can, you can have a soul tie with a person by just simply looking at them for a long period of time. Or watch this, constantly thinking about them. Amen. That's when every time you hear a song, you see their face. Close the door. I know it's you, me you're looking for. Mm-hmm. That's when what has happened is your thoughts and just looking at them are creating soul ties. Genesis 39 verse 7 says this, And it came to pass after these things that his master, Potiphar's wife, she cast her eyes upon Joseph, Joseph and she said, Lie, sleep with me. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has into my hand. Genesis 39 verse 10 says this, And it came to pass that she spoke to Joseph day by day. Notice her words is what created a soul tie with her, with him. And watch this, He hearkened not unto her to lie with her or to be with her. So my question is, if, 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 if those situations 
created a, a soul tie, how do we break them? Well, here's the things I'm going to show you. How do you break soul ties? Here's number one. This is the best way to break a soul tie, and I promise you this one works every single time. You can break a soul tie by never getting one. That's number one. Number one. How do you break a soul tie? By not getting one. Now, I'll show you how to not get one in just a minute. Here's number two. If any sins were committed while you were with this person, confess them before God. 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, watch what happened. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And here's the most important part. And to what? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if you had a soul tie with somebody and you ended up, you know, committing a sin. Okay, let's just use this one. Let's say you ended up sleeping with this person, right? So now here it is. Uh, you had a soul tie. You had to have one to end up sleeping with them. So you sleep with them. And so that sin, you need to go and confess that sin. And when you do, God will cleanse you from it in Jesus' name. Amen? Here's number three. This is how you break a soul tie. Get rid of, get rid of or return any gifts that they gave you. I.e. pictures. I know y'all sitting together in the club with that big old wicker chair. With that pose. You still got selfies in your phone with you and him. You play your favorite song, you know, every other day, you know. No. Get rid of gifts. I.e. pictures, love letters. If you were engaged and he gave you a ring, give it back. I ain't giving back that ring. I spent too much time with him. I gave him, I bought him clothes, I bought him this, I bought him a card. Well, he, well that's your fault. <laughs> Keeping that ring says, I want to keep the tie that I got with you. Rings, clothing, or anything given to you by the other person. Anything that symbolizes ungodly practices that were committed are what you need to give up. Some of you all may have to go back to the tattoo shop. It's right here. Tyrone. <laughs> I don't know what they can make out of that, but you're going to have to figure it out. Get rid of some stuff. Here's number, th number three. Number four. Renounce any rash vows or commitments that you made that helped form the soul tie that you have. Things that you said like, I could never love another woman like you. I could never love another man like you. I will love you forever, 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 ever, ever. I will never leave you. I will, you will never leave me. I will never leave you. Come thick, thin. I will never leave you where they left you. And see, in the future, make sure you don't make verbal vows or commitments to those who would be considered wrong relationships. Don't be telling people you love them, especially if you don't know them. Proverbs 21, 23 says this, Whoso keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps his soul from trouble. 
Here's the next one. This is how you break negative soul ties. You forgive any person you have been in a negative relationship that hurt you. Forgive them. Because watch this now. I'm going to show you something you may not have ever seen. When you do not forgive the person, that means they stay in your life. When you don't forgive somebody, you drag them along in your life all the way until you forgive them. You got to forgive that person if they hurt you. Here's the last one. Renounce the power that any soul tie has had over you in the name of Jesus. This is something you're going to do when you get home. You're going to renounce. Say renounce. You're going to renounce the power that any soul tie has had over you in the name of Jesus. And here's why. Because the name of Jesus has power over any other name. And it will break the power that any other person has had over your soul. So... This is something you can listen to over the CD. But you're gonna, the last thing you're going to do to break a soul tie is you're going to say what I call a freedom soul tie prayer. It's going to sound something like this. Father, your word says if I decree a thing, it can be established. Therefore, I break and sever right now the ungodly and negative soul ties formed between myself and Tyrone. Some of y'all would have to say Tyrone. Uh, 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 Bobby and, and Chad and, 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 and Sylvester and, and or Tanisha and Becky and Layla and Susie and you're going to do that in Jesus name and you're going to say I declare that whom the sun sets free is free indeed so I am free from any negative soul tie. I ask for the Holy Spirit to come and fill that void and space with his presence and your love. I decree it done in Jesus' name. Now, here's the most important part of the whole message. I want to now show you how to prevent future soul ties. I want to show you how to prevent future soul ties because you can leave out of here free and walk back out and get in bondage. I mean, listen. God, he, he's putting you discerning. And uh, discerning works in several ways. But when, when, some, when you meet somebody and something don't feel right about them, that's the discerning in you. Now, I'm not talking about where you've been hurt so bad, anybody coming up to you will feel funny. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where there's something not right. Well, that's the discerning part, Right? So how do we prevent future soul ties? Here's number one. Never start a relationship that does not meet biblical standards. I'm going to say that again. Never start a relationship that does not meet biblical standards. What are biblical standards? Are they saved? Are they spiritually equally yoked? Go to 1 Kings 11. 1 Kings 11. Here's the one. That a lot of believers mess up on. They, they, they compromise in spiritual criteria. Here's the thing. You meet this, this, this lady and uh, you ask them, are you saved? And they say, I go to church. Notice she didn't answer the question. Oh, I go to church. Oh, you go to church? Oh, okay. Why don't you come with me Sunday? Now you've invited the devil to church. That's fine. Because my job is to get them saved 
And God's job is to fill them with the Holy Spirit so then they can walk out, walk out of here saved. But a lot of times, you, you lower your, critical, your Christian standards in the name of, well, you never know. Some of y'all are just too desperate. I'm just going to throw that out there. Look at your neighbor and say, he's talking to you right now. Come on, tell him. Tell him. Some of y'all are just too desperate. Girl, that dude been staring at me since I walked in here. See him staring at me? See, he's staring at me. Girl, you got tissue on your shoe. That's why he's staring at you. <laughs> First Kings chapter 11, look at verse 1. But King Solomon, he loved many strange women. See, some of you all, you have problems because you love strange people. <laughs> Together with the daughter of Pharaoh, the, Pharaoh, the women of Moabites, the Ammonites, the Edomites, the Zionists, and the Hittites of the nations concerning which the Lord said to the children of Israel. Listen, he says, don't go in with them. Neither shall they come in to you. Don't date them and don't let them date you. For surely, watch this, they will turn away your heart after their gods. And Solomon clave, watch this now, his soul clave unto, uh, unto these in love. And he had 700 wives. He was a fool. I know he was a wise man in the Bible, but he was a foolish man in relationships though. He had 700 wives princesses and 300 concubines and his wives watch this read it with me they did what oh so you wonder why you further from God than you were when you started that relationship maybe just maybe you dating the devil <laughs> y'all should see y'all's face boy <laughs> Lord Jesus all right. watch this for it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods. And his heart was no longer perfect with the Lord his God as, as his, his uh, father David. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidians, and after Milcon and the abominations of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went, watch this, not fully after the Lord as he did like his father David. Here's number three. Number two. This is how you prevent future soul ties. Never get involved with a person without a green light from God. Never. Say never. never. Say it again. Never. Now look at the person next to you and say it. Never. Never, never, ever get involved with a person without a green light from God. Let me show you what I mean. If they pass the level one criteria, which means that they pass the criteria that, you know, they are Christians and they are Christians at your level. If they pass that level, watch this, then prayer should always proceed pushing forward. Just because they pass the test, they say they love the Lord, they speak in tongues, they pay their tithe, they're involved in church. If you get a check on all that and say, praise the Lord, I done found somebody. Finally, God, finally. No, 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 no. Prayer should proceed pushing forward. You don't push forward without praying first. Amen. Here's number three. 
Do not, this is how you prevent a soul tie. Do not spend great quantities of time on the phone or electronically with the person. Because see, these days you don't have to be in their face. You can Skype them. You can FaceTime them. You can call them on the phone. There are so many. You can text them. So I'm saying don't spend great quantities of time on the phone or electronically with the person, watch this, that does not fit the proper spiritual qualifications. Why would you do that? When you date, uh, hang out, or let me put my fingers up, be friends, with people that don't have the proper spiritual criteria, what you're saying to God is, I don't trust you enough to bring the right person in my life. Are y'all learning something? All right, here's the next one. If there is someone you are interested in, here we go now, get to know the person as much as possible through observation before you enter into conversation. I'm going to say that again. If you find somebody you see and you like, you're interested in her. She's fine as a dime with some change left over. I mean, she, that, that skirt is just right. I mean, it's just right. I mean, she looks just like a mermaid. I mean, she's, it's Coke bottle. I mean, she's fine and she's beautiful and she knows how to walk it. <laughs> Observation comes before conversation. You may get in front of her and she got a grill. Hi. Ain't nothing wrong with a grill. I'm just saying. Get to know the person as much as possible through observation. Say observation. Before you enter conversation, say conversation. Let me tell you why. It is easier to never get in a wrong relationship than it is to get out of one you never should have got in. Here's the next one. Do not say do not. Now see, here's the thing. Some of y'all, y'all know this. Y'all know this stuff. Y'all know this stuff. Watch what it says. Do not have any form of sex until you are married. Notice I say any form of sex. Say this with me, any form of sex. I want you to say it like I'm saying it. Say it just like with some attitude, okay? This is what you're going to say. You're going to say any form of sex. There we go, yeah. Now look at your neighbor and do it. Say it to him. Any form of sex. No physical sex, no mental sex, we not going down, we not going up. I'm just telling, oh, come on now. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Here's the next one. This is how you prevent future soul ties. Do not perform intimate acts that will lead to inappropriate, inappropriate behavior in sin. I'm going to say that again. 
Do not perform intimate acts that will lead to inappropriate behavior. In other words, what I'm saying, you say, Pastor, kissing ain't wrong, kissing ain't wrong, kissing ain't... No, it's not wrong, but what does it lead to? That's how you got Johnny. Okay, guys, listen. What do you do? Somebody help me. I, I, I've been married for 21 years now, so I, I may be out of touch with the, with the single game or the single life. So help me with this one. Uh, what do you do while you're kissing somebody? Where do your hands go? Are your hands here? Where are your hands at? You don't kiss like this. No, 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 that ain't what's happening. We, we got some of this. So you don't do it. Here's the next one. This is how you prevent future soul ties. Do not say words or make commitments to anybody that you know is not going to be your future mate. I love you. You shouldn't be telling her you love you. You love her. I love you. I love you, Sanae. <laughs> you are the only one for me. See, a lot of times when people are saying that, they just want something from you. Here's the next one. This is going to be tough. Do not fantasize over anyone who you are not engaged to or married to. You're sitting up there just, oh, oh I, I just know. He, oh, I know he got a six-pack under that shirt. <laughs> I can just imagine. I just see us walking in the, skipping in the garden together. No, keep your mind where you are. Here's the next one. Never watch, look, or read inappropriate movies, magazines, and in some of you all's cases, you don't even need to read no love novels. Now, now watch this. Okay, so I don't want nobody to feel I'm judging them because I'm not. But, but I just want to show you how the society is. I, I just want everybody to close their eyes. And if you went to watch that movie, Shades of Grey, I want you to raise your hand. If you watch the movie, Shades of Grey, let me see your hand. Come on, raise it up real high. Ain't nobody watching but me. Okay, put down. It, it was most of the hands anyway. This is Shades of Grey. I didn't even watch it. I just watched a preview, and it made me want to pull the shades down. See, that kind of stuff will mess you up. Pornography will mess you up. Pornography creates, watch this, what, creates a soul tie with you, with somebody you don't even know. So you know what I want to do? I want to pray a prayer with you today so we can break this thing right now in Jesus' name. Because what I do know, mm, I feel an unction right now. God is waiting on your faithfulness to send who he has for your life. You say, Pastor, I've been faithful. 
Keep being faithful. After you've done all to stand, stand. It's through faith and patience we receive the promise. Mm. If statistics say right, then nearly half of single people have already been married before. And if that be the case, that means there are soul ties with even ex-husbands and ex-wives. Well, since you're no longer with them, we have to break that soul tie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want you, uh, can I get one of the guys to come play behind me real quick? Just somebody to come play behind me. I, I want you to just be still right now. And right there at your seat, begin to ask the Lord, are there some soul ties? And ask him to bring to your mind who they are. Just right there at your seat. What will happen is you'll see a flash of, of names, a flash of faces. You'll have thoughts about who the people are. And I just want, to, want you to let him bring them to your remembrance. And we're going to pray the prayer that I prayed earlier or I gave you as an example, we're going to pray it today over your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Before we pray, how many got something out of what I taught you today? Anybody get something out of what I taught you? Amen. Right there at your seats. I want you to say this with me. Say, Father, your word declares when I decree something, it is established to me. Therefore, right now, I break, I sever, and I release any ungodly or negative soul tie. Father, I declare this in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. At that name, every knee must bow. And so, Father, thank you that every name that you just put in my mind and my heart is under the name of Jesus. I declare that whom the Son sets free it's free indeed. So, Father, I declare now that I'm free from any soul tie. Holy Spirit, come in. Fill the void. Fill the space with God's presence and His love. And I declare today, in the name of Jesus, that I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. So you need to turn that from you saying it to you prophesying. Say, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, thank you for those who are here today. As they go home, as you continue to minister to him, to them. Because God's going to continue to minister to you all when you leave this place. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to keep ministering. When the names of people pop up, write them down. 
And then when you get somewhere where you can be quiet, renounce it and ask God to fill you with his presence. With every head still bowed, every eye closed, here's my question. If you died today, are you 100% sure you'd go to, you'd go to heaven? Because if you...